Well, good morning, people of Flow Church. Um, got another podcast for you. And the aim of today is that we're going to read some scriptures uh, all around the idea of family. So just seeing what the Bible really says about family. Uh, if you're coming to Flow Church, you'll know that we're in a series. We just started it called The Family Flag. And we're trying to just raise the flag, raise the banner for believing for our families to be amazing families of God, seeing the miraculous, seeing transformation, seeing uh, great community within our families. That's what we're trying to do. So what we thought we'd start doing is when we do a series, we'd uh, read out scriptures around uh, the same idea. So you can maybe get a bit of a broader sense of what the Bible is saying. I have a whole bunch of verses for you today. And I'm going to be real with you from the start. Some of these are a little bit controversial. Um, I think there's lots of words like submit and honor. And uh, I'm just going to read them now. I'm just going to give you the Bible. I'm not going to interpret. I'm not going to explain. I'm going to give you the Bible. And if there's something that stands out to you, maybe take it to God in prayer and study it for yourself to learn about it. Um, but as we read these, let's believe them for our family. Let's believe that we will have uh, bring up amazing kids, that we'll have amazing family units, that we'll have a family culture that is bigger and broader than just a sort of nuclear family. Um, that all in our church would find community, would find family, would find connection with other people. That's that's what we're praying. And in that, we'd see amazing moves of God. Just like we've been reading Acts 10, where Cornelius sees his whole family baptized in the Holy Spirit, baptized in water, and even in prayer time sees an angel of the Lord come and visit him. Wouldn't that be a cool story to share about our families? So these verses are here to encourage you, motivate you, give you faith again to believe for your family, even those that aren't believers, even those that aren't following Jesus, that you'd believe for them to come to know him and also believe that those that do know Jesus, you'd, you'd get more connected and grow together and see incredible encounters with God. Okay, so let's go for it. Let's, let's, let's read it. I'm reading all of them from the ESV translation and I'm going to start with Proverbs 22 verse 6, which says this, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Amen. In Genesis 2.24, it says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Psalm 128 verse 3 says, Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots around your table. And I just want to speak there. Uh, into those that maybe are struggling to have children, I speak you that the wife would be a fruitful vine. I believe it is a promise in scripture and I speak it over your life. If you're struggling to have kids, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus and I say be healed. May your body be corrected and may you find a fruitful vine in your house. May you have olive shoots around your table. Joshua 24:15 says, And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve whether the gods of your fathers served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in those lands where you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 1 Timothy 3, 4 says, He must manage his own household well, with all dignity, keeping his children submissive. Ephesians 3, 14 to 15 says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Psalm 127, verse 3 to 5. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. 1 Peter 3, 1 says, Likewise, wives, be subject to your husbands, 
so that even if some do not obey the word, they might be won without a word by the conduct of their wives. I love that. I pray for wives to demonstrate such a good spirit to people that even just by meeting someone's wife, someone might, you know, come to know Jesus. Uh, I just pray that that kind of impact would happen. Ephesians 6, 4, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in discipline and instruction of the Lord. I pray against anger in households. I believe it's one of those things that we kind of allow to happen. And I speak against anger in the household. I pray you'd have a peaceful and a calm household. I pray for less, uh, not that arguments are bad, but less anger in those arguments. I pray that in Jesus' name. Uh, Ephesians 5.21 says, Submitting to one another out of the reverence for Christ. You see, we don't just submit because we, you know, because the Bible says so necessarily, we submit out of reverence to Christ. We submit because that's honouring to Jesus. Uh, 1 Timothy 5.8 But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. That one is a challenge. Acts 16.31-34 And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them in the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. And he was and he was once and he was baptized at once, he and all his family. Then he brought them up into the house and set food before them, and he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. I pray for rejoicing in your entire household in the name of Jesus. Ephesians 5:25 Husbands, love your wives. As Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, as Christ has loved you, we must now love our wives sacrificially, unconditionally, passionately. That is how we need to love our wives. Proverbs 6.20, my son, keep your father's commandment and forsake not your mother's teaching. Ephesians 5.33, however, let each one of you love his wife as himself. And let the wife see that she respects her husband. Colossians 3.19, husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Genesis 18.19, for I have chosen him that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice. So the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised. Proverbs 11.29, whoever troubles his own household will inherit the wind and the fool will be a servant to the wise of heart. Exodus 20.12, honour your father and mother that, you, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Ephesians 6.1-4, children obey your parents in the Lord for it is right, honour your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in discipline and instruction of the Lord. I just want to speak to the children in the house. Honour your parents. It will grant you a longer life. That's a cool promise. Just a few more left. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. So now faith, hope and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. I threw that in there just to speak a loving atmosphere over your house. May your house be full of love. May when people walk in, they sense a connection, sense love in your household. I pray for love between a husband and a wife. And I pray for love for parents to children. And I pray for love between 
children to parents. I also pray for those that maybe don't have that normal set of family. And I pray that they would know love in their house. I pray for love of brothers and sisters in Christ. I pray for the love of next door neighbors. I pray for love of your extended family. I pray that the houses we have will be filled with love. Proverbs 15, 20. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Proverbs 15, 17. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fattened ox and hatred with it. Wow, I pray in Jesus' name you'd be known of love more than you'd be known of prosperity or money or material possessions. I pray you'd be known of love. I love that verse. Great verse. 1 Corinthians 11.3. But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. Psalm 103.17. Let's just end here. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him, and his righteousness to children's children. And I just pray with that one to end. I pray you would know the blessing of the generations that have gone before you. I pray against any bad habits, uh, any kind of curses, any lack of discipline, any um, sin that has crept into your family for generations. And I break that in the name of Jesus. That what is that where your parents particularly slipped up, where your grandparents slipped up, will not be the same for your life. You will not carry their story. And then I pray, whatever they did as a blessing, wherever they showed the favor of God, wherever they obeyed the will of God, wherever they saw love and peace and joy, wherever they fed the poor, wherever they did good for others, I pray that blessing would pass on to you and your children. And I pray you would know the blessing of God from your forefathers. And I speak that into your family. God, Jesus, I pray for all the families that are connected to Flow Church. I pray, would we have the houses of love and of the acts of the apostles? I pray we'd have houses that encounter you in prayer times. We'd have families that see angels as they pray. We'd have whole families come to know you. We'd see whole families baptized together. We'd see extended families coming together to pray and worship. We would see people gathering their Christian family, their brothers and sisters in Christ, around their house to see many moves of God happen as they pray and worship and eat together. I pray for joy and laughter in your house. I pray that you would laugh more in the name of Jesus. I pray that you would laugh with your kids, you would laugh with your husband, you would laugh with your wife, you would laugh with your next door neighbours, you would laugh with your sisters and brothers, your aunties and uncles. I pray that there would be laughter in your house as a mark, as a sign that Jesus is with you. So I pray a blessing upon you guys and I love you all very much. Let's keep believing for the best for our families. Let's keep praying for them um, and let's keep pressing in. So I hope that you are reading Acts 10 as well and that you are ready for the next uh, sermon coming this week where we're going to be looking at Acts 10 uh, verses 9 to 33 and we're going to be talking about uh, how we deal with change and what to expect from change. So yeah, love you guys. See you Sunday if you are coming. If not, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Bye.